Hello, hello, I'm your host, Stephen Barker, and today we'll be talking about universal healthcare in America, the upcoming presidential election, and how teenagers from different political ideologies view the topics. Today we'll have two people joining us, one from Tahoma, Silas, and one who would like to remain anonymous. So, can I get your, um, your age and your grade for... I am 16 years old, and I am a junior in high school. Okay, cool. Um, so... When we're talking politically, what do you think you identify, like, under the political spectrum as? Um, I would say, um, I'm not, um, completely set on a party, but if you were to have me be set on something, I would go with being a libertarian. However, I am, I'm in between Republican and Libertarian. Okay, so being in, like, in between there, what are your overall opinions on universal healthcare as a topic? Um, what do you see as universal healthcare? Let me be sure that we're talking about the same thing. Uh, universal healthcare in the sense that it's available to everyone, either at an affordable or free cost. Um, so when we when we talk about that, what you mean is um, having the price lowered or having it free to select people? Uh, having it free to the general population, yeah. Something how, like, uh, say, maybe France or Sweden, etc., etc., would work. Okay. Um, alright, good, so we're speaking right here. Alright, so, how I see that is, I don't really necessarily agree with that, because I see healthcare as a service, and so, let's say you go to the salon, and you get your hair done, they'll charge you a fee for that, as you'll go to the hospital, they'll work on you, and because of that, um, they'll charge you. Now, do I think, do I think that they charge a lot? Absolutely. And do I see that reasonable? Absolutely not. Um... So I would agree with you that I do believe that the prices should be lowered, but them being free, absolutely not. Okay. So do you think the current healthcare system in America functions well, or is there a system that you would prefer over the current day America healthcare system? I would prefer a different system. I couldn't tell you what system I would prefer because I don't know, but I would prefer one that um, would provide cheaper healthcare to those who need it. Okay. So... Um, overall, so do you believe that human, like, healthcare, I know you said it's a service, but I still am wondering, like, do you believe that it's a human right? And if so, or if not, why? Um, I wouldn't say it's a human right, because, yes, you have the right to live, but it's not like you don't have the right to, I mean, you have the right to healthcare, don't get me wrong, but you still have to pay for that service, whether you pay for insurance and your insurance pays for it or if you pay for your service altogether, because you have to pay someone to give that to you, to pay to make your medication or to pay to do that surgery that you need or pay to even get checked up on. You're paying someone to help you out with that. And let's say it's free. Let's say, um, assuming that you are pro-free healthcare, um, let's say that it's free. I would imagine that taxes would go up a pretty good amount and I'm not sure if people would be very happy about that. I wouldn't be. However, I would be definitely pro having uh, prices reduced dramatically. I would say that our country is probably one of the worst in uh, having healthcare prices high. It's ridiculous. I can agree with you there, though. Okay. So when we're talking about the topic of healthcare, is is it how like important is it to you and your personal beliefs? How important is healthcare? One of the most important. Yeah. Okay. You need it to live, so yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so switching gears real fast is on the topic of the 2020 election is who are you supporting? And if you could vote, who would you vote or would you vote at all? Um, I would vote for the libertarian candidate, Joe Jorgensen, because uh, I wouldn't call myself a Trump supporter nor a Biden supporter because I think both of them suck. That's just my opinion. Um, and though a lot of people would say not to vote for the third candidate because that would just go toward the Democratic or, or the Republican candidate, I would say vote for Joe Jorgensen because she has a lot of beliefs I think a lot of people would agree with. She's pro-LGBT. She is far from racist. She has no rape allegations. Um, no dark past. She used to be a teacher. Yeah, that's that's super good reasons. I didn't even know there was a the, the third party candidate or what she was for. So that's interesting. Yeah, no. So when a lot of people ask me, um, who would I support? I say, I say, um, a lot of people were all about Hillary Clinton, for example. I remember a lot of people talking about her in twenty sixteen, and I didn't really get any reason other than she's a female. But I don't hear anyone talking about a female candidate, Joe Jorgensen. Okay, that's if you really want a female president to make history. She's the one. She's awesome. She's better than Trump and Biden, in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's super cool, and that's super cool explanation for that. What topics are super important for a candidate to have for your beliefs? For my beliefs, um, uh, topics that a candidate needs to have is, uh, um, hmm, let's see. Well, healthcare for one, as we've been talking about, that's a very important one for me. Um, how smart they are economically, how smart they are uh, socially with how they talk to other people, like our current president. Though I think he's done some smart things, I also think he's very horrible with his words. Um, I think it's um, respect is a big one, too. How are they with other people? Because when you talk to other countries, you when you talk to other big leaders, you don't want to cause any problems. <laughs> That's a big one. Um, let's see, what else am I looking for? I think I already said economics. If I didn't, mm-hmm. that's a that's a big one. Keeping a stable economy, um, and I think being sure that we keep peace in our country, being sure that we set a good example for our military, for our police, etc., and for our children. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'd say um, someone who can like unite would be sure. Yeah, someone that's a good who can way to unite. Put it. Yeah, that's super, that's super cool. All right, thank you so much for this interview. That was the last question. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey, have a good day. You too. On the topic of podcasts, I would like to plug The Midnight Gospel, which is a show you can currently watch on Netflix, which is kind of a podcast-ish animated series that you can watch on different topics, dealing with religion, dealing with culture, dealing with spirituality, dealing with the morgue industry, death, etc, 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 and it would be really cool if you went and gave that a check out. Now on to the next segment, we will be having Silas join us, uh, talking about his point of views on the topics. So, um, today we'll be talking just on the topics of uh, universal healthcare and the 2020 election. What's your uh, overall like political view? Well, to put it exactly, I am what you call an anarcho-syndicalist. It's a faction of anarchists that um, believe in unionization of workers. It's traditionally a far-left ideology. So when we're talking about the topic of healthcare, is like, what would your overall opinions be on healthcare uh, today? Well, since I'm an American, I have to talk about specifically American healthcare. And 
also being in the position of having a mother who has to, you know, you go through, you know, bill payments for medical issues and it's, we're fine, but I understand that's ridiculous. Um, healthcare is a right. It's easy to say that it, it shouldn't, you shouldn't be relying on how much money you got in your pocket to survive. It's, the market shouldn't decide who lives and who dies. It's a, everyone has the right to healthcare. Simple as that. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, so, do you think that universal healthcare would be a good option from current day America, or is there a different system that you would prefer over that? Well, I mean, I, obviously it sounds like you start moving into semantics, but I think that America definitely needs to go through certain changes, and the idea of universal healthcare is very feasible, and I think that if we take in mind, you know, what's currently the status of the United States, I think we could definitely go and have universal health care. I would, you know, without even improving or making taxes more. So is, is how important is this topic to, like, you and your political beliefs? Is it, like, one of the top priorities? Is it pretty low on the list? And, like, why or why not? Well, it's, it's a decently important thing, but I think it's also just, you know, a small little slice out of the big pizza pie that we have is the political problems on our plate. And I think it is very important because it matters, you know, what people, you know, are they are people going to be okay? Are they going to live? Are they going to die? Are they going to be injured? But at the same time, it, I, it's also very important that we look at systematic issues first before we start talking about the little finite things of how certain industries should work. Okay. So from, like, switching the topics to the 2020 election is, uh, like, who are you supporting? And if you could vote, um, like, who would you vote or would you vote at all? Um, I would reject to vote for really anyone. If anybody, it might be the Green Party member who is running as the as the candidate. And the reason behind that is because there's this whole idea that's like vote blue no matter who and the lesser evil. Well, when you play the lesser evil for 46 years, you're going to end up with candidates who actually don't support your beliefs at all. And I think that people who actually do want change and people who advocate for actual leftist beliefs should reject voting for anybody until we get somebody that we actually prove their ideas. I know many people like me and uh, my friends, and we all agree that, you know, Biden and Trump are not different. They're the two different sides of the same damn coin, and there's no reason to vote for somebody who doesn't represent us properly. Yeah, voting for people who's like who don't represent your political beliefs, I think every consecutive year would start getting a bit tiring. Yeah, um, <laughs> so if you were to see a candidate, like what policies would you see would be fit for a really good candidate for America? Well, you know, my issue is, is I, I, I would like to see worker representation. I would like to see, and especially immigrant workers, people who supply this entirety of our food industrial system and all that, the people, those workers, I want to see them get more representation. I also would really strongly look for, you know, other things like in that field. Healthcare is very important to me. I mean, I, obviously I was talking about it earlier, but I, I really look for people who can say, look, America, we've, we excuse my language, but we've up. And over the past, we have done many wrongdoings in the way that we've treated our people and ourselves and the other countries around us. And someone who can really put a foot down and speak to everyone. Obviously, I understand that won't speak to the masses, but... Someone who can condemn the, you know, the sins of America throughout the last hundred years is, is somebody that I could really start listening to a lot easier. 
Yeah, so on the topic of like workers, why do you think that's such an important topic to you? And you mentioned immigrants, uh, so like, what do you think makes immigrant workers and the workers in America so important to you and your political beliefs? Well, workers ultimately are everything in a society. That, and that, that is an unarguable truth of thing. Without the workers, nothing would be made, nothing would be done. It's not the people who direct it, it's the people that actually were sitting there and slamming down rails on the railways to make all the, the infrastructure across this great state. It was it, the farmers. It wasn't all the people who put the money in. It was the people who were actually working that made everything. And so when you start treating them like crap, it's they have the power, you know? You, The workers have the power, and they get treated horribly, you know? Whether that's being underpaid, being fired and for nothing at all. You know, it took years and years until minimum wage laws were established by striking unions and whatnot and i think that we're not finished yet and i think that ultimately that you know american workers and workers all over the world need to understand that they are they're valuable they're they need to understand that they're not just a pawn in a in your boss's game you're the people who actually manufacture the goods and whatnot okay cool that was a super good explanation um <laughs> So sure, just they, they make everything. <laughs> yeah. Um so just uh to end off the thing is like what what like grade are you in for the home month? Oh, I am a senior. Senior. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for your time. That was super oh, cool. Super interesting. You explained things very well. I'm rather tired, so I'm sorry if I like stumbled on my words a little bit, but <laughs> Oh no, you're all good. It sounded super great. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a good Have day. A good day. That'll finish off our podcast for today. I just wanted to thank everybody for listening, and I wanted to thank the two people that joined the interviews as well so incredibly much for explaining their point of view and for being so incredibly informative, not only for me, but I'm assuming for the people watching as well. I hope that all of you have a good day, and once again, a very, very large thank you to both the people that did the interviews and the viewers. I'll see you later.